0: Uh, uh yeah 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 uh miami uh uh South Beach the
1: heat uh <laughs> what is going on baby oh we my are goodness. back with ball talk another episode another day in the nba world in the college basketball world to all my people out there on ig live you're gonna see my chunky self from this angle, what, the, what uh, lies, lies? Definitely uh, go and ask questions if you're on IG Live. Um, so far, no one has joined. But without that, you know, with forget the IG Live. So all the listeners that might be listening to this podcast episode, I want to welcome you back uh, to another Ball Talk episode for a second week
0: straight. Wow, third, well, third Emma, straight, man, third we get it right. Third week straight. Third
1: week straight. We'll leave Emily here. I
0: told you all we needed to do is come up with a schedule and we got this. I'm here. I'm present.
1: He's here. He's present. He doesn't have a computer, but he's making it work. He's using his phone, but we're going to make it work. Um, so to the folks on IG Live, please ask questions. We're recording ball talk right now. Um, for those listening in, just kind of give a backbone of what we're going to discuss. We're going to give our reactions to the NCAA bracket and what has transpired are uh, looking forward who we think is going to win the national title with the given Final Four. We're going to discuss the Lakers not making the playoffs and what it does to LeBron's legacy. And, of course, because I'm wearing this Miami Heat shirt to everybody on YouTube that's going to watch, um, we have to do uh, a little omen to uh, our guy, Dwayne Wade. That'll be the finale uh, of the episode. I see Keishan has joined on Instagram Live, so maybe he'll ask some questions for us. Um, so let's jump right in, Walid. Let me get your Let's thoughts, go. bro. The NCAA tournament not turning out the way we kind of
0: expected. I mean, that's that's always the case, honestly. We all know that, like, since the NCAA tournament is a tournament that's one game, one game done, one game win. We know what kind of um, what kind of tournament it is, and we know that, like, as we all know, there's never been a perfect bracket. There's never been um, someone that gets it right all the time, but we do know that you can make a case that at least we would get the Final Four right. And, man, this Final Four is I – I don't nope, – but I didn't get any of these right except Texas Tech, I think. You
1: are right, bro. I didn't get anyone right except no one, actually. No, Michigan oh, State. Yeah. Michigan State. I got Michigan yes, got State Michigan right. State. I got. Yeah. I had Michigan State right. Uh, I had Duke losing to Michigan State in the lead eight. Uh, but I had everyone else wrong. Unfortunately, we kind of fell off the earth against a good Auburn team. Um, I didn't have Auburn beating us, and I didn't have Kentucky making it either, the Elite Eight. I had Houston. So I had Tennessee beating Virginia. That didn't happen. No. And I had Gonzaga making it back. But this Texas Tech team is the real deal, man.
0: I, man, I'll, I'm not even going to lie. The only reason I had Texas Tech in that whole thing is because my dad did residency there. Um, and so that's why, like now, I gotta ride that wave all the way. That hope they make it and win the whole thing. But they're gonna look. I'll say that. Some tough competition. I'll say, I'll say
1: this: Michigan State is the toughest battle that I think uh, um, Texas Tech is gonna face, just because they're red hot. But that 100%. Texas Tech defense, that Texas Tech defense is a real deal.
0: I really, I forgot the dude's name, but there's a dude on Texas Tech. He's nice, man. And so is um, so is the point guard from Michigan State. He's nice too, but. Whoa, whoa, that's whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa! Did you just say the point guard from Michigan State? Yeah. Are you kidding me, man?
0: Is he the point guard?
1: His name? You just referred to him as the point guard at Michigan State. My, his name might be Winston.
0: Name might be Winston. Maybe, maybe.
1: That's Winston, baby, get it right. He's a real deal. Go yes. Clean. Go green, baby, because they took down Zion, RJ Barrett, and that track team over eight miles away from Chapel Hill. Last That's-
0: time I checked, last time I checked, Auburn did good work against um a so-called United. Well, not sorry, um, the University of National Champions. as I like oh, to say. The championships. Who's talking? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. No, All last right. I, last All time they right. lost in the, what, think the sweet sixteen. Sweet sixteen.
1: All of that aside, all of that aside, let me ask you this. Yeah. When you saw the Carolina game, what were your initial thoughts? And I see I see, uh, my boy Tony commenting on Instagram Live. He says, go green because I need money. I'm all in, Tony. I got you, bro. We got, we got other people in. A big run. We got uh, another some some other people in saying they had Texas Tech and even Auburn. I don't believe that. Um Siring saying Duke ain't shit. I agree with that
0: 100%. Of course, Could, you. Look, neither is UNC. And hey, look,
1: this guy Prisby, is saying UNC sucks. NC State's not even in the NCAA tournament. They're in the NIT. Are you kidding
0: me? Listen, man. We don't man. No, don't talk about NC State like that. No, listen. UNC, you, you guys can't bring up NC State when we're not even relevant right now in the conversation. When you guys are the one who are saying you guys are going to be national championships and fell off much quicker than everybody thought you were going to. Look,
1: Look, look. I said this when we were filling out our brackets. It's March. Mm-hmm. The same pick to go with North Carolina. The safe pick is to go with Duke. The safe pick is to go with Gonzaga, and the safe pick is to go with Virginia. And mm-hmm. to be frank, the hottest team going into the tournament was North Carolina. But like March is, you can lose to anyone and everyone. And I have never seen a team shoot the way Auburn did. The night they nighted <laughs> Virginia. I had
0: a. I two- think- so like so, what was what was going through my head when I was watching that game was that now it was the it was a combination of the fact that I don't think I've seen UNC so frazzled before yeah. because of the shooting because the thing is that like I I totally get it that Auburn shot lights out but it's about like those teams responding like UNC I thought would be one of those teams that could respond really well when it came to it. And honestly, they just really didn't. And that might and that that has to do with I understand like people getting sick, people need to step up. But UNC was a very deep team. And well, that's why I thought they could get over it.
1: Look, I went to work today and I told everyone, all my coworkers, I said, look, we lost fair and Square. There's nothing I can say. Right? Yeah. And and here's what it comes down to. I had a dookie text me who said, Auburn, I've never seen a team shoot like that other than when Stephen Curry joined the league. Right, like I since seven,
0: that. The yeah, Auburn was shooting lights like so. out,
1: they shot lights like out. There was a point where they made six threes in a
0: row. It was just, yeah. I was just watching it, and I was just like, "Yo, they're going off, off!" That like,
1: on top of that, this is not an excuse. Again, we lost fair and square. We yeah, lost no. fair and square. <laughs> no, because they, the thing they, is, they, like,
0: say, like you guys could have made excuses, say if it was like the if it was close, and like right. the, y- y'all got they, ran they, they, over. This is not an excuse, but I'm just going to
1: mention it, right? Because I think you do have to mention it does play a factor, right? Just like how everyone said we beat Duke both times because they didn't have Zion. When in reality, we could have beaten them the third time, but we lost by one point. But going back to my point, Cam Johnson had 101 fever the day of the game. year Little had 101 fever the day of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Robinson had a, 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 a twisted ankle. So people were injured. Again, not an excuse because we got smoked. But you know what? I'm not going to figure like a Dukey and say, oh, we're still the best. We lost. We're not – we weren't good enough. We lost. And I mean, Duke, Duke can't
0: say that. Duke lost, too, right? so Duke can't really to be honest say with
1: that you, To be honest with you, I'm excited for a team like Auburn because they've never been there. And I think that's the point right, yeah. I want to get on. Yeah. I'm excited about this Final Four because Auburn has barely ever been there. Texas Tech I don't think ever been there. This is the first time. Virginia hasn't been since 1980s. Yeah.
0: And
1: Michigan State – They're obviously a staple, but they also lose a lot every year. So, you know, it's cool to see this Final Four that I don't think we've ever seen before.
0: Right. But does it make good for TV? Does
1: it make good for TV? I would argue yes. And here's why I would argue yes. I would argue yes because everybody that is watching is bought in. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I am super excited to watch the Final Four just because in years past, think about this. 2016? You had North Carolina, you had Villanova, two people who were expected to get to the Final Four. But then you had Syracuse, and I don't remember the four teams. But Syracuse was that Cinderella run, right? In 2017, you had North Carolina and Gonzaga, two people who were expected to get to the Final Four. But then you had Oregon, and you had, I forgot, the four teams. No one expected Oregon to get to the Final Four, right? But in 2018, and then in 2018, you have Villanova, Michigan, And I don't forget the other two teams again. But Michigan, no one expected them to get to the Final Four. But in 2019, you have three teams that, or excuse me, two teams, if not three, that people said weren't going to get there. I think a lot of brackets even said Michigan State wasn't going to get there because they
0: had to play Duke. Right. And so I think I see it from the other side in the fact that, like, the number one seed that made it, is probably the one that's the least exciting. I'm like, I'm going to give Virginia props to where they deserve it. When you go ahead and make history as being one of the worst teams ever to have one of the worst results ever last year to come back and make it to the Final Four, major props to Virginia. I don't, I think that that should be given because I've given them a lot of hate, and I think that they deserve that love that they've got. But let's be real, like they're they're really boring. First C, one seed. They are.
1: They're a very – Virginia is, I would argue, the most boring team to watch in the country because then, they don't, they're not offensively, like, like off the walls they, but they play defense. That's their big thing, right? Now, I'll also say this. I'm an ACC guy. As a Carolina fan, I shouldn't be rooting for Virginia, right, because they're from the ACC. It's kind of your competitors. I'm going to go on record and say I would love to see Virginia win because Virginia hasn't been to the Final Four since the 1980s. Tony Bennett is a great human being, a great coach. He might win his first national title. This is a team, like you said, who last year, everybody across the world in the basketball world was laughing at them. I they were the like, this
0: is team. Virginia's year. If they're going to take it any year, this For has sure. to be the year because this That's is like – I don't know when you're going to have a – to be honest, but as much as we're saying like these teams are like great Cinderella stories or whatever, like – you're the only one seed that made it and you're kind of built at this point to try and win this. Other than Michigan State because Michigan State is Michigan State at the end of the day, but right. I think that they they should try and really win this thing. And it's not like, I mean, like, obviously they're all going to try and win this thing, but... So let's do this. Give me your prediction. Virginia,
1: Auburn, who wins? And, and let me interrupt you for a second. Man, one.
0: that's tough because it's like... Oh, uh, man. Let, one
1: second, let me say something Prithvi, on the IG Live you can't say anything about UNC losing and that's the only thing that matters because you go to NC State and NC State will never win a national title again so
0: the day that's and- a, no, 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 you gotta eat your words today.
1: but okay. anyways, going back to what I was saying you might get to the final four of the tractor trailer uh, uh, hey, lead. that's
0: racist that's racist <laughs> we don't <laughs> appreciate that out here talk all
1: your smack, we lost talk all your smack, I'm kidding, I'm kidding but, okay. um, going back to what I was saying, talk all your smack, Prisby. I'm just messing with you. Um, all right, give me your prediction. We got Carol, or we got, excuse me, I said Carolina. Wow. Um, uh, Prisby, I'm kidding, bro. Talk all the smack you want. You're right. We lost. You're right. Who do you got, Virginia or Auburn?
0: Man, I'm going to say Virginia, and I hope they don't disappoint me because I'm going to go off. I'm going to go off if they disappoint me. The one time I You're picked going Virginia. I'm going to go Virginia.
1: Okay. I, in the safe, in it, look, safe pick, Virginia. But if there's one thing I've learned about this tournament, <laughs> it is, don't take the safe pick. I'm going to make my case for Auburn. They beat the three winningest programs in NCAA history. Number one, Kansas. Number two, North Carolina. And number three, Kentucky. So, I'm gonna go on a whim and say, look, my heart to heart says Virginia is gonna win, but I'm riding with Auburn and Bruce Pearl. I got I
0: got Auburn going to the the, the national championship game. Better hope because you would you would also be hey, you would hate to be the UNC fan that like loses to a team that doesn't go to the final as well.
1: No, nope. I mean they got to the final four and they beat Kentucky, Kansas, and up. So I think that resume it's, it's person. What they did was
0: has been impressive,
1: but. And to also say that they were down by, I think, 12 points to Kentucky in, you know, the late first half, something like that, right? So, yeah. you know, and they're also without a key who tore his ACL, right? Yeah, exactly. He dominated us, right? Yeah. So, give me the other side. Michigan State, Texas Tech.
0: I'm going with Texas Tech. just be, That's just a hard thing of, like, I just want to see him there. But if I'm saying realistically, Michigan State should win this. Yes. Yeah.
1: So for the people on IG, we'll leave going Texas Tech
0: and, uh, uh,
1: excuse me, Virginia. I'm going Auburn, and I'm going Michigan State. Like I said, since day one, I had Michigan State going to the national championship game. I had them losing to us because if you go to a school, you know you always have to choose your team. I'm going to go on record and say it right now. I got Cassius Winston, Tom Izzo, and company winning the national title. Ten years to the day they lost to North Carolina in the 2009 national championship game. 10-year anniversary.
0: That'd be a story.
1: So I got Michigan State.
0: That's the only storyline going on right Texas now. Now that they've lost Zion, that's the only story they got going on right now. <laughs> Texas Dude, Texas? I can't even tell you how mad I am about that game. And it's not – like, you know you know how we'll much I'm crazy. We'll jump into it. it. But you
1: got Texas, do you have Texas Tech or Auburn? Uh, Texas Tech or Auburn? Oh, excuse me, Texas Tech or Virginia? Who do you have winning because that was your bracket. Oh, I'm going to say Virginia. Virginia. Like Virginia, so so Waleed's got UVA winning the national title, and I've got Michigan State. I'm going go green, baby, because they knocked out Duke. If you're a Carolina guy, you know that's the greatest feeling ever. Um, and, of course, the IG people, you can't hear Waleed because it's called you have to listen to the podcast episode. Um, now Going back, all right, so talk about this. Okay, let me ask you this. Why do you give the ball to
0: RJ Barrett if you're Duke? So it doesn't make sense. You know what? It's not even. It's not even that. It's not that doesn't even bother me. If you're like, if you, if it's a last shot attempt, and you give it to RJ Baird, you know what? Fine, because he had a good game. I went back and looked. I, after my emotions were gone, I looked back, looked at the game. RJ Baird had a decent game, like a pretty decent game. My issue is that you gave it to him three times at the end of the game. That is true. They did give it to him three times. We're talking about Zion, who scored 17 points in the second half alone.
1: Yeah. Zion had 17 points in the second half, but they gave RJ Barrett the ball three times towards the end of the game. And
0: you're you're telling me that, oh, man. (laughs) So you're
1: trying to tell me. Doesn't make
0: sense. So you're telling me that you know you have the number one overall pick on your team and that you're down by two. Not down by three. Not down by three. Because if you're down by three, you give it to RJ Barrett. Fine. You're down by two. And you're telling me all three of those times you don't give it to Zion Williamson. That that's beyond me. Then lo- look at that at coaching and I I literally look at that at the coaching. And I've never and yes. you you know how much I respect Coach K. I know, you know how much I respect like, Coach K. I've that's had you all the time of like Coach K's like coaching <laughs> ability and all that. That was one of that is a coaching there's move a right state. there. The sense there's, they're, like, you, there's no way that you can tell me that RJ Barry deserved it all three times. 100%. That's too much pressure on him too for three times. Even if you think he can do it, because I'm sure that R.J. Barrett is more than capable of making that shot. Maybe it was just it was just not meant to be that he didn't make it. But you're just you're telling me that like you're down by two, you don't give it to Zion Williamson. It's it's unbelievable to me. It doesn't make sense to me. Look,
1: I had someone in the office tell me today that the, the reason is is that um uh, you know R.J. Barrett is a better free throw shooter than Zion Williamson, and Zion Williamson is 50%. I looked up the stats. I looked up the stats. Zion Williamson is a 64% free throw shooter. RJ Barrett is a 66.5. Exactly. It's this much of a difference. And here's my thing. There is not a player, and I'm saying this, look, I said this a week ago. It's funny because I hate Zion Williamson right now because he plays for Duke. But if when he plays in the league, I'm going to love this kid. Nope, that's, a, a, that's, there,
0: a, that's the one thing everybody talks about. Everybody's like, he's the one Duke player that everybody's like, I can't wait till he's out of a Duke uniform so that we can actually and, like and, it. And here's the other thing.
1: This kid, you can't hate him. He does everything the right way. He doesn't, he doesn't act cocky. He's a humble kid. He does his thing. He doesn't need the outside attention. He plays his heart out. He dominates, and he's a winner, right? Now, here's my point. There is not a single player, in my belief, in the country that can guard Zion Williamson. Why do you not give him the ball? Give him the opportunity to cross someone up, go to the basket like you did in the other game, and if he gets fouled, he gets fouled. If he
0: misses one free throw, so be it.
1: But I'd rather give the ball to Zion and tell him make it.
0: And I get it, and I get it. Like, you know, at the very end of the game, like when— RJ when R.J. Barry missed the missed free throws or whatever, right? Like, in that possession, like, when you gave it to RG Bear, you know what? I was fine with that last possession. It was the previous two that bothered me that I was not understanding that, like, in the middle of, like, you have time, if, if Zion gets fouled or whatever, he might make one at least. One of the free throws, like right. I'm talking about, like in that situation, you have to give it to Zion. If we're talking about at the end of the game situation, where you like R.J. Barrett he's misses it, I can live with that. I can Mark. live with that. Mark. But the other two attempts, I will, I will not understand.
1: As much as, much as people had R.J. Barrett at the beginning of the season going one in the draft, Zion Williamson is the best player in college basketball. R.J. Barrett is second, but he's not better than Zion Williamson. You have
0: to put the ball in the hands of your best player. Simple as that. So let me ask It's crazy that we talk about, like, this Duke team in the sense of, like, like, I think it annoys me more when I look at, like, other sports analysts on, like, ESPN, for example, right? Like, we have, like, Jalen Rose, for example, saying that, like, Zion wouldn't be able to start on his Michigan Fab Five team. Oh, that's and that's, cool. that is the well, most ridiculous I mean, take I've ever Zion heard. Zion
1: Williamson would start on
0: any team to ever play. I would. The
1: only team that I would argue maybe not, right, because we haven't seen the full potential pan out, right? That's the other thing, is the Michael Jordan, North Carolina, and here's why. They had Sam Perkins, they had James Worthy, and they had Michael Jordan, three NBA Hall of Famers. I'm not saying Zion may not go down to be one of the greatest ever play, but we don't know yet. Okay, that's fair. Let me ask you this. And I think this is a topic we have to talk about. And I believe it with all my heart. The one and done does not work. And here's my argument why. Here's my argument why. Last year, Duke had four McDonald's All-Americans, all freshmen. They got to the Elite Eight. They got knocked out. This year, I said it all year. I said, this team is unbelievable. But you can back me up on this. I said, they're going to lose in the Elite Eight. They had four McDonald's All-Americans, four of the best freshmen in the country. And they lost again. And this is a recurring cycle. The only team of Duke that has succeeded in the one and done is when they had Tyus Jones, Justice Winslow, and uh, Jalil, Okafor. Jalil Okafor, right? But otherwise, Duke has struggled. Same thing with Kentucky. The last yeah. time Kentucky won with the one and done was when they had this crazy good player by the name of Anthony Davis, if people don't know who that is, right? So last time Kansas won, I don't even remember the last time Kansas won. And what I've seen is, look who's gone back and back and back again. North Carolina has gone to two of the last four national title games. Villanova has gone to two of the last four national title games. Michigan State has gone back and back and back again. Michigan had a bunch of seniors last year. They made it to the Final Four. Look at the teams this
0: year, Texas Tech, a bunch of veterans. I agree. It's not – and my thing is, like, I I get what you're saying, but I think it's not – I think, like, as much as we like to say that, like, winning is the most important thing – I would say it is, but like also to a point, right? Like Coach K, like these programs that take in the one and dunce, they also know like what's best for their players. And like for for somebody like Zion and all that, like it's like the whole um What's his name? Unfortunately, like, with Nasir Little, right? Like, we saw that, like, his draft stock was higher before he went to UNC than after he went to UNC. Yeah. And I get it, and I get it, like, your opinion is that, like, he'll end up top 10. And you know what? Maybe he will because in the he end he showed end flashes. It's – my thing is, though, that, like, it, it was, like, his his stock was higher, though, from before. And, like – percent And so I think that, like, if, if you're an individual player, you're kind of looking at that and you're saying that, like, well – Either way, I'm not going to stay a couple of years. So, like, why waste that time? But that's maybe a good thing for UNC. Maybe they're not getting that, like, super cream of the crop talent, but they're all in the end, they're getting quality players, and you can but develop you're, that. You're, right. But I, I got to ask this. I have two questions. Mm-hmm. Is this another case of,
1: look, I, as much as I don't like Coach K, I have to respect who he is and what he's done. He's won five national titles at Duke, he's one of the greatest coaches to ever coach, right? Um, but is this another case? And I saw a lot of this on Twitter yesterday. Is this another case of Coach K is not understanding college basketball anymore? I mean, let me, let me put it into perspective. He had a team that ESPN, that Bleacher Report, that every sports analyst, that people like you and I were saying is arguably going to be, and when it's all said and done, the greatest team to ever play the game of college basketball. And they lost. To a Michigan State team who was missing two of its best players, right? So again, I I, I don't mean to be harsh on Coach K, but I, somebody said you know Chrisy he says here Coach K is at fault, right? Is this a case of Coach K losing you know his credibility and losing his?
0: I think this might go more on the media side of things, not understanding like basketball, to be honest. Because like remember, okay. it's do you remember when like LeBron, D Wade, and Chris Bosh got together, right? Automatically, everyone said they were gonna
1: win four titles.
0: They everybody thought they were gonna win automatically. In the end, that's not what happened. They lost in the finals. In the in the end, and because like they they were they were good, they were talented enough to go far, but not enough to win the championship.
1: Well, look, I think that's a different case, and I'll tell you why. That 2011 title game against the Mavericks, the Heat should have won it, but LeBron blew it. As much as I love him, LeBron is the reason.
0: that's what I'm saying, but like that was because of the amount of tension, the amount of like everything it it accumulates and we're and now we're talking about a case of now like a bunch of freshmen we're having like a completely very new freshman team, and now you're asking a coach to take on that hype and to go like all the way with it, and we're talking about like. A supreme talent, like cream of the crop. But we're also talking about him going against competition that has actual chemistry, like a Michigan State team, like like the other teams that they face. Like like I'm probably. just
1: going to use North Carolina, even though we didn't make it far in the tournament. Right. They lost to us twice, right? And that comes down yeah. to we had a bunch of seniors who were had the desire to be dudes,
0: right? And think about it. Like when Zion wasn't there for those two games that against UNC, they did not know what to do. 100%. and they like if they were like the little chemistry that they had was gone and, and then were, if you're
1: coach k why don't you stop the one and done
0: because you know you're not going to win because is it, is it the mere idea that you might win is that why no no i don't even think it's that i think it's because it's because of who coach k is right like you're you're buying into who coach k can take you to the NBA. If you become if you become this coach that gets a reputation of that like oh like he puts you on the bench he takes a couple of years for you to develop and all that that might sound really good for a player who says that like oh I don't need to be a one and done and I'm willing to like be really good in a couple of years and maybe make the NBA then those are great for those kind of players like that UNC system but Duke's is a system where it's like I can be really good from like I can get into a really good team. And always, um, always, almost make the tournament and go somewhat far, but just get enough to my name. Duke's name in itself will get you enough recognition in NBA scout size. So a right. player looks no. a bit like that. So I think it's not even like Coach K choosing which well, one wait, works. Here's my point. Here's my point. Him, because he's evolved. Also, we talked about it. Like in the but three but decades but of basketball, he's know. had. Here, here's, look, here's my point. My point is this.
1: My point is, you, it's not to say that you don't take the one and duns anymore. It's to say that you change your lineup. For instance, Carolina got Nasir Little, who was the number three-rated player in the 2018 class. But as Roy Williams does, he doesn't start. He never started because he comes off the bench. Kobe White wasn't going to start. But Kobe White was so good that he overtook seventh wood, right, this year. Cole Anthony is announcing in two weeks. He's the number two player in the country. Right now they're saying 92% that he's going to Carolina. He's the best point guard in the country. They're actually saying Kobe White's going to stay and play with Cole Anthony. Cole, An- Cole Anthony is not going to have a guaranteed starting position. Armando I, Bacon, Armando Bacon, top pick. He's a one and done as well. He is not necessarily guaranteed a start. Precious Ochua, who might go to Carolina, top 10 in the
0: country. He's not guaranteed a starting position. I feel that's, like I... And that's why the, for, for, for Coach K, he wants those not guaranteed to be guarantees because that brings money to the school, and then it brings credibility to his name that look at these top players that come to my school, and in the end, they do all right in the NBA. Like, how many times does he talk about Kyrie Irving in his interviews? How many times does he talk about, like, the Shane Battiers and, like, the Grand Hills? We're talking about, like, these are, like, some general... And that's not, like, saying that UNC doesn't have those players. I'm not saying that at all. So we have more really? than
1: those. We more than them, but I
0: hear I what you're know. saying. And, and I'm saying, but, like, in the Roy Williams era, just right. the Roy Williams era... He does Roy Williams hasn't had players where, like, That's different. That's different. That's different. changing players. But there's a reason
1: for that. That's because Carolina has been under a cloud of investigation for almost a decade. Almost a decade. Okay, and that has a big that- part. That has, go ahead. That has a big part in why Carolina doesn't get that type of player. Nor, but you are right. Co-
0: Roy Williams doesn't want that type of player. That's because Boy he Williams, doesn't want, though. He He's like, I will take you, but it's not you. But, like, don't expect that I'm about to start yeah. you just right and away. I, personally, but for Coach
1: it's different. Of, right. Personally, that's the type of basketball that I love, right, which is I don't care who you are. It's the Pat Riley mantra. When LeBron came to uh, Miami, it wasn't you get to fly on your own private jet and your buddies fly with us. I don't care who you are. You might be the best player in the game, but you're a normal player. and You're going to ride with the team. You're going to be a leader. You're going to be unselfish, Right. That's the mantra that I believe in in basketball, right? It's like the Golden State Warrior mantra, right? Mm-hmm. But, no, I, I think that's a fair point, right? Yeah. Now, let's turn here. I want to turn a little bit to the NBA. Yeah. So LeBron James is going to miss the playoffs.
0: Hey, LeBron, this
1: is just not, not a good
0: podcast for me, man. I'm just going to hit it. No Zion, podcast. no LeBron. Dude, what, dude, what is, this is ESPN going to do? Out.
1: LeBron's not making the playoffs. This is rough.
0: It's rough, man. Um, what are my thoughts? Yeah, you saying? I
1: mean, look, I, I, look. People keep saying LeBron's legacy is different. I, I that's think that's um, that is that stupid.
0: you are talking about a dude who hasn't. Made. Did everybody forget like when like Kobe didn't make the playoffs? Everybody's like, oh, but he gave his like hardest and No matter, dude. Like, see, this because it's like the thing where we we're just talking about like. Like the, it becomes an excuse that, like, oh, LeBron should have been out for like six months, but he decided to come early. Instead of people taking that as, like, oh, thanks to LeBron for coming early, people are like, oh, he's making excuses. Like, it's just never, it's never this never there winning is, cycle. There's nothing,
1: there's nothing, there's nothing.
0: LeBron could literally win every single game and go, go literally,
1: we go uh, the most, uh, have the first undefeated season in NBA history and win a title. And was, everyone would say he's still tough,
0: right? So we'll be yeah. like, oh, it's just got easier. Exactly.
1: It's absolute BS. LeBron's legacy like, still the same that he's a top three greatest all time player of all time. It's Michael LeBron or magic in my opinion right now. Again, it doesn't change anything. In fact, for me, it, it shows what he's trying to do, which is he went to, went to Miami. He learned how to win. He won two titles. He said, you know what? I want to stay and play with my best friend, Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. But I have a job to do in Cleveland. I'm going to take these young guns. I'm going to take a young superstar like Kyrie. I'm going to mentor him. And I'm going to take them to win a title. He gets it done. And he do, now he's going to do it in L.A. And I will go on record and say that give him three years, I believe, before LeBron is done in L.A., he will win a
0: title. I agree. Like, I don't think anybody – everybody should be scared. I bet there are NBA players, like, genuinely scared. Like, this man is off now till October. Yeah. And,
1: and here's, here's my other problem with, with the people's criticism. Oh, he's not hustling as much. Oh my he's God. not 29 years old. He's 34, man. He's
0: 34. He knows his body. He gets old. Then people like, and then people like to say that, like, oh, well, like, what's his name? Um, Kobe, he, he did it like – Kobe ran his career yeah, he's like, he's down Kobe. the drain because of that. Yeah. He literally – to get them to the playoffs, he literally ran his poor Achilles to the yeah. drain.
1: Kobe murdered his Achilles by going so hard. And I think what LeBron knows is, hey. LeBron he knows he has four years. He's got four years if he just bases himself. Exactly. LeBron knows that, hey, look. I didn't come into the season expecting that we'd get into the playoffs. We're not going to make the
0: playoffs. I, th- I think de- he expected to get to the playoffs. I okay, expected to get into the playoffs. I didn't expect the injury, season. though. Because of the injury, like. It derailed everything. The injury yes. derailed everything
1: because before the injury, they were actually going to make the playoffs.
0: They were the fourth seed.
1: Yeah, they were the fourth seed. Now, here's the point I'm getting at, right? It's the first season. This is not a one-year project. This is a four-plus-year project. He knows that I need to save energy so that in year two and year three and year four, I'm ready to give it my all one last time to get a ring in L.A., and then I'm done. That's it. I'm done. I'm not going to be the same player. Michael Jordan wasn't the same player. Kobe Bryant wasn't the same player. LeBron's not going to be the same player.
0: I agree, man. I couldn't have said that better myself. <laughs> could have said it better myself, man.
1: So, so, I guess, do you have Golden State still winning at all? Or who do you think can beat them out west? Out west? Yeah.
0: Can Houston do it, or is it over? No way. Or can Denver do it? Dang, man. See, like, for Houston, I have to see it to believe it. Like, we're talking about a team that was, like, they had two chances to win. And, like, As talented as James Harden is, when you, like, out of all nights to put up the historically worst three-point shooting night of that team's life in a game seven against the Warriors, like, I don't know. I don't think they have enough for a seven-game series. You you, you don't think Houston has enough? No. Not for sure. He he, he, Because last year was their year. Okay. Last year was their window to do it. Okay. Not this year. Because, Not like, Trevor, and I get their defenses now. Like, they're playing well, really well defensively now. But it's, like, I don't think people understand that, like, when when Golden, this, Golden State is, like, in the Us movie, right? They're their worst enemy. Like, it's honestly Golden State versus themselves. Okay. So, but then who do you have coming out of the East? Because right now the Toronto. Celtics are
1: whooping me in my heat. I know you had Toronto at the beginning of the season. So, you're sticking with Toronto? I still have, to have
0: Toronto. All right.
1: I thought yeah. yeah I'm
0: going to go with you on that one. I'm going to
1: take Toronto um to to edge out Milwaukee.
0: A lot of people are on Milwaukee's train and I get Milwaukee's train but like
1: I just think it'll run out in the
0: playoffs. I, I, I think when they come up against the I think it's not it's not sustainable. Yeah. I and agree. I think like and I think no matter how much Giannis wills them, he needs some kind of jump shot and I think he'll work on that in the offseason. Um it was like Blake Griffin, right? Like Blake Griffin was like pretty hardcore dunker. I mean, obviously Giannis is on a different level, but um, Blake Griffin then like transformed his game into that three-point shooting kind of player. And um, And if Giannis can like just get like a mid-range, that's all he needs. That's the same thing I'm saying about Ben Simmons, man. If he just gets a mid-range, it's over. Hundred percent. It is. You're correct. Yeah. If Ben Simmons. If Ben, okay, that's a side
1: topic, but you're right. If Ben the Simmons got a shot, it would be very is good. The most interesting
0: look, team in actually, the I want to say this: the 76ers could do it.
1: That's what I'm saying. I think the 76ers could do it.
0: They could, like, they there's not a reason why they couldn't. They have all the pieces. They're kind of deep. They have three point shooting. They have a defensive player. They have um, your, they have a closer in Jimmy Butler. They have so many weapons. I I don't understand like. Why the Seventy Sixers couldn't do it? Hundred percent, I agree. The Seventy Sixers could do it. I think. Look, I think it's going to come. Like we said before, it's going to come down to
1: Boston, Milwaukee, to the Seventy Sixers, and, so,
0: so and same so thing. If Boston just figured out their internal problems, they could. They could do it. They could do it. But will they? Will they? I. I think that. I mean, look, they're beating my Heat right now by like thirty points. So I got you no. Know Listen, because the heat – we coming back, though. It's okay. What, what, what yeah, The heat mean? are hot right now. The heat are hot. Thank you. We'll be straight.
1: The heat are hot, bro. The heat are hot. So we'll be fine. All right, so you and I both have uh, Golden State and Toronto playing in the NBA Finals. I'm still going go to go into women's say I could see Boston doing it. But um, – <laughs> They're supposed to do it. They're supposed to beat the Celtics this year. <laughs> first season, so I'm checking out myself. <laughs> I'm this year. Frenzy thinks I'm checking myself out. I'm just looking at his comments to see. We're about to do an answer, question and answer. So I want to answer some questions here. Uh, My hair is not on point. It's not gelled. So let's answer some questions. I'm looking back on the IG chat right here. Um, I'm going to scroll all the way back uh, before we do our little omen to Dwayne Wade. um, Can we do an omen to Oh, moment of my hair. It's not gelled. It looks so bad. Oh, okay. Um, Duran, explain how NC State and UNC are not on the same level. That makes no sense. Even Walid is laughing. That makes no sense.
0: Listen, if, State, time- if NC State had the amount of academic scandals as you, then we would make it.
1: That makes no sense either. If N- when was the last time NC State made the Final Four? That's all I have to say. Carolina has made the most final fours in NCAA history. To actually give you a statistic. No, it doesn't. Carolina, oh, they I, have. What? Yes, they have. Carolina's That's made the, the
0: most. The, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm getting confused with Roy Williams. To so. answer
1: another statistic. In the last 15 years, Carolina has made five final fours. Every other ACC program, including Duke, Virginia, NC State, all put together, has made four in 15 years. Carolina alone has made five. Don't even argue that's not that's a moot point.
0: Let's just say go. The next
1: one. When's the most a law segment? That will come soon. We're going to do a Liverpool that's episode this week. When's the most a law segment? We're going to do a Liverpool uh, yeah, yeah. episode this week with our boy Rohanit. Um let's see what else we got here. Um why is Shakiri not playing game time, getting play time? I'm playing time. I'm going to leave that for the next episode.
0: That was, that's what I would like to ask you, too. Look, like, I love club, man, but why doesn't he get time?
1: Look, let's leave that for the next episode. Um, 2 1 Liverpool. Okay, fine. I'll answer it. Shakiri is not getting time because I think what's happened is that maybe he's not doing as well in training right now. And Klopp is gonna play the player that he feels has played best in training and (laughs) his game?
0: huh? In game, Shakiri has been on point. That would you say that after he played like five games? But there have also been
1: games where Shakiri struggled. I think my look, my whole argument, Klopp knows what he's doing. Without Klopp, we wouldn't be second in the league and two points off of So let's leave Klopp close to who he is. Will Liverpool stay ahead?
0: Who I want to leave the soccer, soccer question.
1: Prithvi and, and uh, Unrag, um Prithvi's buddy from State. I am yeah. going, Unrag's a big Liverpool fan like you and I. I'm
0: right. going
1: to leave the question about, will Liverpool stay ahead for the next episode that we're going to film later this week? Yes, sir. Um, all right. We don't have any other questions, I don't think. Um, uh, for, uh, Unrag, we're definitely going to answer that question very soon on the next episode, I promise. So, I want to close this Ball Talk episode um, with a kind of omen, and I don't know why I keep saying omen, but um, kind oh. of, uh, uh, yeah, an homage to, I mean, he's not dead, he's alive, but uh, an homage to what I will argue one of the greatest players to ever play the game. I don't even think it's a debate, uh, my guy, Mr. Dwayne Wade. Um, so, Walid, we'll I want to get your thoughts. Man, what I have to say, say, give me your heart. Pour your heart out to the listeners. About Dwayne Wade. We got to
0: tag him on this one. I'm going to make a sound then. There's only, there's only a few more games, right? Like, there's only... There's a... only seven games left. The and last game... Games, how many games are the Heat outside the playoffs? Or in the playoffs? They are in
1: the playoffs right now by by game
0: and a it's half. Or a for game. God's sake, I hope they don't choke that away.
1: And also, the last game of the season is against... just who? Oh, God. Your boy, D-Law with the Brooklyn Nets. Oh no! <laughs> this, I the the 10th, Come up to New York. We'll go watch the Heat play the Nets. What is it? It's April 10th. It's a Wednesday night. You can come, explore New York, stay in my apartment for that what week. We'll go
0: so game. tempted. We'll go so to the Nets game on Wednesday
1: it. night. Next Wednesday, we'll go to the Nets game. We'll see Dwayne Wade for his last ever final regular.
0: No, so so tempted.
1: You can stay at my apartment for as long as you want.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll think seasons. about it. Hey man, that sounds so tempting, though.
1: Seriously, do it.
0: We'll have a blast. <laughs> okay, <right>. but my homage <laughs> to do Wade's career man. In my opinion, for sure, top five shooting guard, for sure.
1: How do you top top five?
0: Come on, top three. See? it's top three. So, see, I want to say top three, right? No. It's just I think about how many cards there are, and I'm just like, ooh. But I will I will say at least top five for sure. Top three I I want to say like because all I can think of is MJ, Kobe, then him. Um. There's only a couple of people I think maybe, but also you know like the whole point guard shooting guard gets like switched around, so that's why. So let me ask you well come on, you gotta give me more. Give me give me give me some, you know, some spice. This dude so like he's the reason why I um I'm a fan of Miami because I always remember that LeBron was always my favorite player because uh he was the first player I saw like outside of the Kobe and um Kobe versus Shaq game. That was the first game I had seen in the NBA was like um Shaquille O'Neal was on the Phoenix Suns and Kobe Bryant was on the Lakers and they were playing it out. That was there, That was the first NBA game I watched. I wasn't a fan of neither one of them, to be honest, like like that. Then I watched okay. a game, the playoffs, where LeBron hit this half-court shot. And um, I was yeah. like, you know what? That dude's dope. I'm going to get him. So then you're talking about I was, LeBron or you're talking about Dwayne Wade? I'm watching LeBron. Okay. So then, when the Heat became my favorite team, is when I was watching the Heat versus like, the Cavaliers. And I see LeBron get blocked or miss a dunk. It was one of the two. I can't even remember. And I see D-Wade come in the other end. And just yam it on Mary Like nobody's yeah. business. I remember that. I remember that. Dwayne Wade like, yam it on Anderson like, That's when I looked back, That's when I researched about the Miami Heat, about the organization, about Pat Riley, about D. Wade, about their championship, how Shaq was on his team, how like how like all these other players respected D. Wade for he was. Ah, and that's man. how friends on. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm gonna be a Miami Heat fan. So he was that sole reason. And now we go into, like, my favorite years of basketball when I was watching LeBron join the Miami Heat, which was crazy because I had never thought that was going to happen. 2010
1: to 2014 was the greatest years of basketball. I never
0: that was going to happen because I was just like, oh, he's going for sure Chicago or the Lakers or the Knicks. I never imagined him going to the Miami I Heat. Am- and so when I was – I was actually in Pakistan when I heard the news. And I then I was it. like – I remember as much as I love LeBron, I thought that, that – he could get so much knowledge from D-Wade because of his I mean, experience, Wade, because of one. his friendship, because of everything. Yeah. And now, yeah. and now outside of like, there are times that like, I I remember I was even critical, I think of like, their championship runs where I felt like D-Wade wasn't enough. But then I realized that outside of a basketball perspective, that D-Wade's influence on like, the culture it's of the basketball game. itself. It's insane. Insane. And like, yeah, absolutely. He did and what I love about D-Wade so much is about like, his Caring about his um his sons, his sons, his sons um you know, his whole entire thing with like how much he cares about his sons, how they how oh, his interaction with them on and media, Dyer Wade.
1: They're,
0: they're, his, his interactions with them are like, genuine and like and like he's a he seems like a great father and
1: yeah and it's,
0: absolutely. And he, it's like that kind of role model because I bet there are people who come into the NBA who already look up to D Wade as um. As a, as a basketball figure, but then know that he's so much more. And that's when, yeah. like, I picked his doc I mean, not his documentary, his biography. And then I read about his struggles early on in Chicago and all these kind of but adversities that for... he faced his exactly. previous marriage and everything. Yeah. And you see that, like, this man, like, he went through all that, and he was still so dedicated to the craft of basketball. And, and, he one, gave...
1: and he turned out to be one of the greatest players of all time.
0: And, like, they, there's, like... I'm only talking about his experiences because there's only so much I can like say in terms of how he's made me feel because it's like,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> look, I
1: think it says a lot that you, as someone who's not from Miami, says something like this, right? Um, I just want to say one thing. Rohan had said weight is overrated. You are just <laughs> off, but, uh, but look, let me give you, and this is I I, I want this to be a poignant moment. Um, Dwayne Wade is the player that gave me the love for basketball. Um, And the backstory I give is the first team that I ever supported was the Los Angeles Lakers. When I was a little kid, my dad was a big Lakers fan when they had Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, Robert Ory, Derek Fisher, Rick Fox. Um, And and I remember being a five-year-old kid and my dad used to wear this Lakers jumpsuit. It was yellow from top to bottom, and he bought me one. He bought me a kid's Lakers jumpsuit, and I remember having that. And then in 2003, the Miami Heat uh, drafted a player named Dwayne Wade out of Robbins, Illinois. You're, you're asking how I know that because he's my favorite player of all time. Um, a kid, they draft this kid out of, named Dwayne Wade out of Robbins, Illinois, who played for Marquette and took Marquette to the Final Four, but no one talked about him. Everyone was talking about LeBron. Everyone was talking about, you know, Carmelo Anthony. Everybody was talking about Chris Bosh. And by luck of fortune, he dropped to number five. And he were actually going to take Chris Bosh. Yeah. Chris Bosh went number four to Toronto. And Pat Riley took a shot on this kid name. Again, I'm going to re- keep reiterating it. Dwayne Wade, not from Chicago, from Robbins, Illinois, uh, which is obviously in Chicago. But um, – and – This was a kid who, when you got drafted, people in Miami weren't like, uh, oh, man, uh, you know, Dwayne Wade, he's the future. No one had that expectation. And then I remember the moment that I fell in love with him. And I think it was the 2004 or 2005, I think it was 2004, um, Dwayne Wade made a buzzer beater. And that's when we still had uh, Brian Grant um, and other players like that. He made a buzzer beater. And I remember from that day onwards, every kid in Miami and as someone who was born in Miami, I was born in Pembroke Pines, Florida, grew up on Biscayne Boulevard, which is 10 minutes from South Beach, grew up going to Heat games. I remember my cousin sister took me to a Heat game on my birthday. I think it was my maybe my seventh birthday, I think in 2003 or my eighth birthday. She surprised me and took me to the Heat game. But my dad and I used to go to Heat games all the time. And um I would go not because of Shaquille O'Neal. As much as I love Shaquille O'Neal in 2006, it was the whole Dwayne Wade, man. And it, it, it was Dwayne Wade to the point where every Miami kid had a Dwayne Wade jersey. I remember at one point, I had four Dwayne Wade jerseys. I had four. I kid you not, four <laughs> Dwayne Wade jerseys. You were in that cash week? No, I was gifts. People giving birthday gifts, and, and they just kept kind of piling up. Um, and he made every kid in Miami dream. And I remember going out in the backyard, living in Cooper City, Florida, and my best friend at the time, Hustler Ismail, who also loved to play ball, we used to idolize one player and one player only. It wasn't Kobe Bryant. It wasn't LeBron James. It wasn't Carmelo Anthony. It wasn't Chris Bosh, Chris Paul. It was Dwayne Wade. I remember going outside, and we would do three, two, one, Dwayne Wade from the elbow, or we'd recreate the pack on Amari Sodemeyer, where he would take, where he took the shot from half court. I remember watching that live with my boy Huston and we both lost our minds. I also remember in 2006 when the heat won the title with the title, we ran out at midnight. We beat the Mavericks. It was like 11:50 PM. We ran out in our cul-de-sac and literally screamed from the top of our lungs. We were 2006, we were 10 years old and it was because of Dwayne Wade. So Dwayne Wade to me is that player that, gave me my love for basketball. He may not be the greatest player of all time. He is the third greatest shooting guard of all time. He's a top twenty greatest player of all time without a doubt. And like you said, more than that, he's a cultural icon. He changed the game and he changed the way people viewed the game because Dwayne Wade in his prime gave every ounce of his energy on the court. Right. Um so so he taught me a lot about life to dream big and to go after it. And I've said this and I'll say it I'll say this for a sound bit. The day I interview, the day we interview Dwayne Wade for ball talk will be the greatest day of my life because he is the one person. I mean, there's a few people that I'd like to meet someday, but he is to me, the most influential figure that I've ever celebrity wise that I've ever had in my life as a Miami kid. Um, So uh, um, emotional there. Um, brr, 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 brr. <laughs> but Dwayne Wade is my favorite player of all time and uh I think the great one of the greatest players to ever play top 20 if not top 15 um with that Waleed do you have anything to say to the ball talk folk?
0: man thank you for listening again three straight weeks baby three straight weeks can we keep it going Let's actually, keep it actually what, what are you doing Wednesday night Wednesday night? Doo, 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 doo. I feel like I do have something, but I might not. Well I'll let you know. Okay, maybe we'll do a soccer episode with Rohan.
1: Oh, wow. Is Liverpool going to win the title? Um, look, God. I want to thank you guys. Do you even know that we beat Tottenham yesterday?
0: Yes, I do. Two to one. Get out of my face with that. Don't talk <laughs> to me. Don't talk to me like I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: Alright, I want to thank you all for tuning in. This has been a long episode. Sorry we ended on an emotional note. Uh, I have a lot of love in my heart for Dwayne Wade, but I want to thank you all for tuning in. a lot in. of love
0: for you here. Wow.
1: Uh, I have a lot of love for you, too. I do <laughs> want to tell everyone on ball talk that my boy Will is moving to Japan, guys. This is going oh to become, become tough. He's going to make me cry, but um, oh, don't do that. All, all, all. For real talk. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's been amazing, an amazing episode. We're gonna try to get another episode up this week. Um, and uh. please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Ball Talk HW or at here in Gowala or at My Name Is um, Underscore Walid. Um, and stay in touch with us. Comment, review. Um, and with that, I say go Heat, and we out. Peace. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 uh, Miami, uh, uh, South Beach, bringing the heat, uh, (laughs) can y'all feel that, can
1: y'all feel that?